Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. It is that time of year again, folks, the time of charity, of gift giving, of love and support. And I want all of us to come together to help out those in need. And someone who is asking for our love and support is someone who has given the holiday season a lot of himself and made us all happy on christmas time someone who really loves the holidays who's really going through some hard times right about now i'm talking about mick foley mick foley is in need right now of our love and support so be sure to reach out to foley and don't take it from me take it from him himself because he had this to say recently let's hear the clip for those of you who have not heard it already hello my friends this is mick foley with an urgent holiday appeal throughout my career i was known for devastating defeats This could be the most devastating defeat of them all. For in the cameo rankings, I am losing to George Santos. I'm a three-time WWE champion, a two-time New York Times number one best-selling author. And now George Santos is stomping a mud puddle in me. There is no such thing as Diva Down. And walking it dry. It's always Diva Up. Only you can change this. Go to cameo.com slash Mick Foley. And one time, just one time, win one for the Micker. So there you have it, folks. For the Micker, for the legendary Mick Foley. Go on Cameo and help a brother out and make sure that Mick Foley wins and gets his spot back on number one on Cameo. As he rightfully deserves because it's fucking Mick Foley. So go out there, get your cameos from Mick Foley as soon as possible. And speaking of legends, the legend, the inspirational, the myth, the undisputing, the fighting, defending Universal Champion is back on Friday Night Smackdown to save us all from bad booking, bad wrestling, and bad wrestling TV shows. The Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns is back what's going on folks welcome to snug wrestling with me your host my name is edgar today we're going to be talking about friday night smackdown from green bay wisconsin december 15th so let's get into it let's go the goat he's back and the entire arena of green bay acknowledges the wrestling god i mean the tribal chief roman reigns and roman reigns says that it's promotion season roman is a good boss and he's a good tribal chief because he's gonna reward those who have been stepping up and busting their asses and doing good for the family roman was putting this person over how this person has been coming through how they've been doing all these great things but roman rule number one too many pronouns pal who are you even 
even talking about because Jimmy Uso starting to think it's him. But Roman was actually talking about Solo Sokoa. Poor Jimmy got his whole parade shitted on. But it was about to get worse for Jimmy because here comes Daddy, Randy, Orton. His music hit. And my God, Randy and Roman face to face once again. Goosebumps, thrills, chills. All of the emotions were running through my bow day during this segment. 18 months. 18 months that Randy Orton was out on injury by the hands of the bloodline and all Roman has to say was I haven't even thought about you not one time you never crossed my mind Randy Randy fired back and said for those 18 months I'm coming for you and I'm gonna take everything away from you Roman daddy Randy challenged Roman Reigns to a match at the Royal Rumble for the undisputed title but Roman tells no lies he said nah Randy that's not how stuff works around here anymore you can't just show up after being gone for months and get put in the title shot position that's just bad booking this ain't 2007 anymore and you're not on my level so back of the line randy and roman is right randy also agrees that times have changed and roman is a legend now but randy is still the legend killer and ooh, that was a great line randy goes for an rko but roman dodges it and randy embarrassed roman because only randy Orton can get away with telling roman you should be thinking about me because i almost made you crap your pants and that got a big pop from the crowd Carmelo Hayes is the surprise call-up from NXT that was added to the tournament to determine who's going to be facing Logan Paul for the United States title. I'm not the biggest Carmelo Hayes fan, but this is a great opportunity for Melo. I like seeing the younger talents get opportunities and get pushed when it's deserved. And Carmelo Hayes, if he wins this thing, he can have a crazy high-flying, high-paced match with Logan Paul that most fans love to see nowadays. I would like to see Carmelo have that spot way more than Kevin Owens. But I'm getting way ahead of myself because there's other potential stars in this tournament that can win it as well. Grayson Waller versus Carmelo Hayes. This is Carmelo's first match on SmackDown in his career and second match in the main roster. His first match in the main roster was versus Finn Balor on Monday Night Raw back in June. And what's up with Grayson Waller's shorts? He's not wearing the long basketball shorts anymore. He's wearing much shorter. I mean, way shorter cheetah print shorts now. Michael Cole calls Carmelo Hayes a highlight reel, but I thought that was Ricochet's gimmick. Hayes was bouncing off the ropes, flying all over the place, and landed wrong and was trying to sell one of his knees, but he sold the wrong knee. He landed on his right knee on one of those road spots and sold the left one. I said I was rooting for Melo, but when I see Hayes, I see Ricochet and literally every other high-flying indie wrestler because nothing about Carmelo Hayes really stands out. He has some great matches like the most recent one that i can think of was versus isla dragunov in an nxt pay-per-view that was great but i think that was mostly because of isla dragunov this match versus grayson waller was very generic lots of spots but at least Melo won this match randy orton and la knight were backstage and things are getting interesting between these two can we be seeing some tension in the future maybe a potential feud i hope so i wouldn't mind seeing a program with randy orton and la knight so somewhere down the line. Randy told LA Knight to stay out of his way because Randy doesn't need his help. LA said he's not trying to get in his way, but if anyone is going to take everything away from Roman, it's him. And by him, I mean LA Knight. Too many pronouns, pal. And now LA Knight also has his own story to finish. Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory, another tournament match. And my God, I've been seeing a shit ton of these lately, not just in the WWE. However, these two, Kevin Owens and Austin Theory, they have history.
history they've been feuding so at least it's not just a random cold match for shits and giggles and we know who the heel and who the babyface is so it actually makes sense i hope my boy theory gets the win because theory has been taking a shit ton of l's lately i went on a rant recently about drew having these 50 50 competitive matches versus people like Sami Zayn. well for this match i'm gonna say the same thing what i'm about to say is probably gonna be labeled as the most unpopular opinion in the world because people love kevin owens but austin theory should not be having these 50 50 20 minute matches versus kevin owens theory should be the one getting the push here not ko but ko won by hitting theory with the cast that he was wearing rough night for austin theory Corey graves says but i wouldn't call it that i would call it a rough couple of months because theory has just been losing over and over again the bloodline is backstage now and roman is pissed off because randy ruined solo's promotion randy ruined solo's big moment and someone needs to shut his mouth and jimmy agrees and says ye he said it even though roman does not like that but this is genius because the more roman hates on the yeet the more the people are gonna chant it and roman is just getting that phrase over more and more for jay uso over there on monday night raw carrying cross got a video package we saw him last week face bobby lashley and now he gets a vignette so maybe we'll be seeing more of carrying cross on smackdown and i don't think anyone would be opposed to that kevin owens is backstage getting interviewed and interrupted because this is wrestling folks and every interview gets interrupted kevin owens said Mello's name so like magic Mello appeared as if he was summoned by kevin owens and Mello says this tournament means a lot to him and he's not like waller or theory so kevin owens is not just gonna lay him out and no Mello, you are not like waller or theory but you are like ricochet and every other wrestler on the face of this earth damage control had an interesting video package because we learned that the kabuki warriors are going after the tag team gold and bailey is going into the women's royal rumble and if she wins she's gonna go after Rhea's title but the only thing that i can think about when i heard bailey say this is if bailey actually won the rumble i can see her going after eo sky more than Rhea ripley and maybe that's what they've been building up to with all this tension with bailey and the damage control the kabuki warriors are paying homage to the great kabuki the great kabuki gary hart must be rolling around in his grave thinking what the fuck is this shit selena vega and mia yim jumpstart the heels and we get a tag team match the kabuki warriors versus selena and mia yin the kabuki warriors won with help from bailey and bailey is making a habit out of coming out in these matches to help her heel friends win these matches jimmy uso's backstage with solo and jimmy is getting paranoid roman and Heyman have been in there talking for too long man i got a bad feeling about this then ask solo sokoa you would tell me if something was up right solo says you're my brother but that didn't sound too convincing and we get more teasing of jimmy getting exiled from the bloodline jimmy uso versus randy orton in the main event jimmy was tasked with shutting randy's mouth but randy was mostly molly wiping jimmy throughout this entire match randy was about to hit the rko at the end of the match when solo's music hits and it looked like we were gonna get an interference but seconds after that la music hits and solo next time you're gonna do a run-in don't announce it to the entire world by playing your music la knight takes out solo to even out the odds and la knight got involved in randy business once again roman reigns also came out took down la knight and actually went after randy orton holy shit i wasn't expecting the tribal chief to get his hands dirty but randy and roman go at it but the numbers game get the better of randy but then la 
hits the ring and all hell is breaking loose. More music plays during this brawl and it's AJ Styles. AJ is back and takes out Roman Reigns and the bloodline retreats. Randy, AJ, and LA Knight are all standing tall in the middle of the ring and everyone is after the bloodline. Before we go off the air, AJ Styles attacked LA Knight, leaving us with the steepest cliffhanger of all time. What the hell is going on? What's this all about? Can we add AJ Styles to the finish your story list? Because AJ Styles also has history with the bloodline and things are heating up. And that was Friday Night Smackdown, folks. We got lots of questions after watching this show. Like, why are wrestlers using their music for run-ins? Will Jimmy Uso ever use the word yeet again? And is AJ Styles going to finish his story? The Royal Rumble is right around the corner. Things are getting spicy. Things are getting really good, folks. Randy Orton is back. Punk is back. AJ is back. What a lovely time in wrestling we are currently living in. Let me know what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk soon.